What's up, folks? Ty from Breaker Culture. It is episode 28, and we have a great interview for you today. Uh, I spent a little bit of time talking with the guys at Buck City Breaks, Chris and Adam. And and let me tell you, I truly did see these guys from the very beginning. Uh, they started a little over a year ago, and we were in communication really since the beginning. And just them being the humble guys they are, reaching out and saying, hey, what what are some things that we can do the right way? How can we kind of figure out our place in the hobby? And, and, and uh, they just... They really impressed me, kind of through and through since the beginning, and I think you'll you'll see that in the conversation that we have today. Um, very truthful, honest guys, and their humility is something to be praised, man. I just uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of goodness in our hobby, and they represent that really well. Um, with that being said, we we dive into a lot of things. We dive into their origin story. Uh, and we also dive into some of the things about the hobby that are not as fun to talk about, uh, the things that could be changed, the things that could be fixed, things that we do right, um, and hopefully have some good suggestions and things for you to walk away with to get you thinking about. Um, we also break down some of the products that are out this month, which is October 2018. We talk about some of those or rank them and, and give you some good feedback on that. So uh, enjoy the conversation with Chris and Adam. Be sure to hit them up, check them out. Um, dig into to more about what they stand for, and uh, I think you'll you'll be glad you did. Enjoy the show. Good morning, Chris, Adam. How you guys doing? Our guy Ty, what's up, baby? How are you? <laughs> doing well. Doing well, man. Cool. It's uh, autumn is here. We're in the fifties today in KC. This is beautiful. Love it, brother. We're dipping. We're you getting dip, there. You dipping? Nice. Well, I'm excited to talk to you guys today. It's been uh, it's been a crazy year for you. I feel like we talked about a year ago when things were just starting to get hot for you, and here you are now, four thousand followers. What the heck? Hot whirlwind. Know, whirlwind. It's been a blur. <laughs> active on Twitter, dude. That's right. <laughs> That's right. It's, it's funny how some people define success when it comes to like social media. It's like, well, you know, I'm at a thousand followers, so I've kind of, I've kind of made it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we'll get into that stuff later. So, what uh, you guys are big NFL guys? What uh, what are you guys thinking through week four? How would you grade this season in terms of entertainment? Gosh, this uh, season is so weird, man. It's, it's fun though. Such a weird, weird season. Seeing the teams lose to teams that they shouldn't lose to, just nonstop. Like this first quarter of the season has been nuts. I mean, we're we're both uh, both of our teams are are three and one. If you want to talk about your team's loss for a second, what you know, all that fluky loss? Yeah, yeah to the fluky what, what the teams? team in the NFL right now? Uh, Titans and uh, Dolphins. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big Dolphins fan. Adam's a big Titans fan. So they uh, they kicked off the season against each other in that crazy like eight hour game with the two. You know, What's yeah, right? it's now the NFL's longest game in history. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, first off, what the heck, Titans and Dolphins fans? What what? Where did this come weird, from? <laughs> you you got We're from uh, Central Ohio, so that does sound very That's weird. obvious, right? <laughs> uh, with, with me, man, I grew up as a Dolphins fan because my uncle, um, he was a big Dolphins fan, and he was a Dolphins fan because he played for the Dolphins in Little League. So that's where my Dolphins fandom stems back to. So wow. my first memories of the NFL were watching, uh, you know, Dan Marino sling the rock and and those teams. I uh, I looked up to my uncle, so I ended up just being a huge Dolphins fan. I I was really close to converting to a, a Browns fan um, this last last uh, off season when they picked up Jarvis Juice Landry. But <laughs> we had a, a break night that um, there was just a lot of a uh, break night. One break night swayed that. Uh, <laughs> it was fake, man. All right. And what's up with the Titans? Yeah. Then 
Titans, uh, well, my first NFL game was a Bengals-Titans game. Went with uh, Chris, actually. We were like, I think, at eighth or eighth or ninth. No, it was like, yeah, it was like, uh, it was like ninth or tenth, man. Ninth or tenth, whatever. But uh, so we went down there, <laughs> scout tickets, went to the Titans game, and Eddie George was playing for him. So it's kind of stuck with him since then. Heck it's yeah, been a rough ride. Yeah, those are our only only teams outside of the great state of Ohio, man. Everything else, it's basketball, you know, Cavs, uh, baseball, Red Legs, uh, football, college football, obviously Ohio State, yeah, Blue Jackets, Crew, the works, man. All right, I like the Dallas Mavericks. I went to Dallas Mavericks game at the end of the summit, but <laughs> there you need Titans of the NBA. So it sounds like the only way to sway you guys is get you to the game, and you'll, you'll become Pretty a much. fan. All right, that's that's simple. <laughs> Dennis Smith Jr. said he liked my shirt, so that helped a little bit too. What? Did he? Yeah. 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 We went down to the industry summit in uh, February, and Adam will not let this go. It's kind of similar to your uh, your bro moment with uh, Ray Malaluga. Yeah. He said, "I'm surprised you're not a Bengals fan, but no, I, yeah." So we're we're getting our picture taken with uh, Dennis Smith Jr. and uh, you know we're shaking his hand, and he's like, "Hey, man, I like your shirt." <laughs> nah, I'm just he's gonna hold on to that for the rest of his life. It's gonna be on his uh tombstone, man. It's gonna be like yeah, Adam Dennis, Colvin. Yeah, Dennis Smith Jr. said he like one shirt. <laughs> <laughs> right there on the tombstone. So so the question is, how did you respond to that? Did you just be like, was, huh? Or did you I actually said, say something back? I said thank you. <laughs> oh, come on. You gotta say like, hey man, I like, like, I like hey, a jump uh, shot. I like a jump yeah. shot. Yeah. That's, yeah, I was gonna say oh, <laughs> good. Oh man. You should have been, been a big D and be like, hey, man, it's, it's better than your shirt. I should, no, I, I should have took it off and gave it to him. Like, oh, oh, you should have autographed it, bro. <laughs> it's yours. Nice. On on that note, so I was uh, I was driving some Chipotle yesterday. I was walking out of my car, and I saw this guy getting out of his Escalade. And I could tell from behind he was definitely some sort of athlete. And he turned around, the beard kind of drops, and I realized it's Alex Gordon, the Royals. And he kind Holy of snap. pulls his hat down a little bit, and I'm sure that's what he normally does. And uh, I walk up to him. We're kind, of, we're kind of walking in together at a Chipotle, and I was like, "Hey, Alex, you on daddy daughter? Are you on daddy duty today?" <laughs> He's like, uh, "Yeah, actually, I am. I got I got the daughter today." I'm like, "Nice. Enjoy your lunch." He's like, "Yeah, you too." <laughs> it was a, mo- it was a moment. That was good for him. Yeah, somebody not brought the bummer for an autograph or something like that. So. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I told him I said, "What?" I met my wife at Chipotle. That's a story for another day, man. Just uh, yeah, right. runs deep in my family. So Chipotle runs deep in my family. <laughs> That's the go-to restaurant for us as well. So, all right, all right. it's all good. Uh, well, cool. Well, so I guess back to the NFL real quick. What uh, what couple teams have surprised you? I mean, you you break a lot. You got a lot of interest from people in terms of teams. What uh, what what are you, what, are you, what are you getting excited about? What players? What teams? Uh, oh, the the Dolphins weeks. being three and one is super surprising to me as a Dolphins fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's super fluky, and I think that they're playing the uh, second flukiest team in the NFL with the Bengals uh, this week. So um, that'd be fun. I would I would say the Bengals are super surprising to me right now. Yeah, they're well the offense for the most part super surprising. Three and one. I'm not I'm not super surprised by the two uh, the, uh, the two four and O teams that are you know the the Rams and the Chiefs. I think that they're uh, just crushing the man, their their offenses and uh, the Rams defense. I mean, I think the Ram, that could be a Super Bowl right there. I mean, I think the Rams are the best in the NFL right now. Yeah, the Bears are surprising leading that division. Trubisky, fluke. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what teams have kind of fizzled out in terms of uh, interest and when it, when you're filling out these breaks and and uh, trying to sell out the breaks? What teams are not selling anymore? Anybody come to mind? 
Well, okay. just because I mean, it's, I mean, just because it hits and stuff, and I don't think their draft class this year isn't that strong. But yeah. um, yeah, I mean, Titans are up there. Broncos are kind of. I mean, they have so many hits and cards in there, but just eh. Uh, yeah. I think no. I mean, I think the Broncos actually go quite a bit, dude. Um, Daniel had a great night last night. Yeah. First time Broncos. The Broncos, I don't think ever really wind up in that evolution yeah. phase when it goes to the random teams. Uh, I'm trying to think here, man. Um, the Jaguars. I think a lot of just the teams that dropped off from the 2017 mm-hmm. draft class. So you have the Jaguars and uh, the Panthers. Now the Jaguars do have uh, DJ Shark. Do 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 do. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'd say there's a lot of those teams from 2017. The Chiefs, um, you know, they no have a product like Origins, for example, where, you know, they don't have any rookie autos or anything like that in there. They're fizzling out. But we did pull a really nice Patty Mahomes last night out of Spectre, man. Super short print out of 15. Yeah, big... yeah that's it. Yeah. Just the greatest <laughs> greatest quarterback of all time. That's all good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about what's happened with you. So you – you guys started – did you officially start last year? I feel like it was last year, but is that is that correct? Did you begin? We did, man. Gosh, we, crazy. This wasn't, even a, this wasn't even a thought prior to April of last year. We started in May of last year. Um, and like I said, man, prior to April, like we didn't even – this wasn't even on our radar. Crazy. <laughs> so so give us give us the Panini origin story. Do you like that? Call it the Panini. It's nice. Ah, uh, I like it. Give, give, us a, give us the kind of the – history behind this i mean it sounds like you guys are lifelong friends i mean the way you guys talk to each other you guys have friends before this what what kind of spawned all of this stuff with buck city yeah let's rock this man uh, th- this story brought to you by 2018 panini origins football <laughs> um three hits for Bucks. uh no so we um yeah lifelong best friends man we uh first grade who'd you have in first grade miss lombardi mm-hmm. and i said yeah so same first grade class that was your first year at that school too right yeah i went to Different kindergarten. Yeah. So, um, so ever since first grade, Adam and I have been uh, close. Um, and then just as we kind of grew up, so you know, friendship grew in in uh, elementary school. I would say, you know, middle school, we were we were best friends, BFFs. That's mm-hmm. when it kind of started. Um, you know, he ended up going to a different high school for a little bit, where you know we didn't really lose touch, but um, we just kind of went different ways for a little bit. Man, we yeah. see each other time to time, and then, uh, um. You know, then kids and family and all that stuff happened. And then it was like we were seeing each other once every six months, man. And then uh, recently, um, and when I say recently, I'm talking, you know, last last couple of years, uh, we started big with uh, DFS. Like we just both realized that we had this uh, huge infatuation with daily fantasy sports. Mm. So we were meeting at like Starbucks at six o'clock in the morning, like putting together our notes and lineups and uh, just kind of comparing some stuff there. Uh, yeah. And then we uh, we got back into the hobby, man. Adam. I remember he he uh, reached out to me talking about these uh, these sports card breaks. Now you can get into it and hit this Jameis Winston Marcus Mariota dual relic out of playbook. And yeah. so we, uh, I got back in the hobby and I went to a, a an LCS. Uh, shout out to um, Triple Play Sports Cards in Westerville, Ohio, and scored a box of 2016. Uh, it was right when 2016 uh, National Treasures had dropped. Scored a box of that man and. Uh, the rest is kind of history. We we bought probably two or three cases over the next couple of days at that shop. <laughs> oh boy, it, it was bad. Yeah, Chris called me. I, I remember that phone call. Dude, he was like super excited. Dude, you should, you should come with me. You got to see this product that's broke, man. AJ Green <laughs> used patches, game used patches, and stuff. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? My, my, my first box was a Dak Prescott redemption, and then it took us like another <laughs> eight to twelve boxes. And our very last card 
um, in the entire thing where it was like, okay, man, we can't spend any more money <laughs> was, uh, was a super sick. Um, it was a Zeke out of 25, um, uh, relic auto man. And it had, a just a piece of the Dallas star in there on card. It was, was a full name, I think. Jeez. Yeah. It's pretty sick, man. So you're like, we, then, we could do this all day. We yeah. could and so we walked out of there. We walked out of there. And we're like, well, we got to find a way to pay for all this stuff now. So, um, <laughs> hey, what about this brace? No, I'm just <laughs> nice. Okay. So you, you got, you got the bug was firmly planted. The, the, yep. uh, the fire was lit. And, uh, so what, what, what kind of, were you guys watching breaks at the time? I mean, it sounds like you already knew about breaks. What, what, uh, who were you watching? What kind of got you excited about breaks? Well, so that, so after that LCS, trip uh got me like super back into the hobby like i was on ebay looking for cards and stuff yep. like that and like i found breaks and i was like what is this so i hopped in a couple and i'm like oh, this is kind of fun yeah but- i don't i don't think they're there anymore um but ride out sports was uh that was my favorite ebay breaker that's that's the only place i was looking for breaks at the time was on ebay and ride out sports was just one that i really migrated to and loved their personality it was two dudes kind of like us man you'd, you'd hear them both chat you know they would talk and they were interactive and mm-hmm. really appreciated that, man. And, and that's, uh, that was kind of our first big taste of breaking. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's funny. I, I feel like there's every year there's a couple new eBay breakers that pop on the scene and then they kind of fizzle out or a couple guys will solidify their position, but that's the place to start and fail or succeed. No doubt. Well, I, I think I think the reason you see a lot of people fizzle out. I remember when we when we started doing eBay breaks, and it was shortly after we uh, had our breaks on the website. At first, we were losing a ton of money yeah. at the beginning, That's but hard. we knew it was it was necessary. It was uh you know for for the exposure and you know showing people what we were all about. We had to earn their trust. Like we were yeah hundreds of dollars per break. We were we're losing, and we just you know we had to stick with it, man. And then we got to a point where it was like we made too much money on an eBay break one time. We're like oh my gosh, you guys you know you spent way too much money on this break. We're going to throw in some extra product for you because this is way more than we were, we were anticipating or you know, looking for. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, okay. So you started last July. Is that fair? June, July, you officially kicked off. Yeah. May, May I think is when we did our first free case break. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, right. You know, May and then into June, July is where things really started to pick up for us. Okay. So we're 15 months into it. What, uh, what's been the most challenging part about starting and running the business? Go ahead, dude. <laughs> I, was say, I was I was gonna say I don't know the most challenging part I guess would be like shipping. <laughs> uh, you mean in terms oh. of like actually doing it or? Yeah, it's just man, it's just a grind. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, like like sorting and stuff like that. But I mean, I don't I don't know, man. Everything everything's fun, I think for mm-hmm. the most part. Yeah, the the biggest challenges that I feel like we face one, um, just having you know working capital, man. We. Uh, it, it people, I think you know, the, the reason why you see like a new break, breaker pop up every week um, or hundreds of new breakers pop up every week and then they, they quickly fizzle out is because I don't think they realize, you know, how much you have to get into this. And we were, yeah. I'll throw this number out there kind of loosely, but we were $30,000 um, in debt to, to start this thing, to pick this thing up. So we'll take some money um, and, you know, we're still not completely in the black yet, but um, if you've seen, you've seen us time, man, like our, our biggest focus is just giving back. Um, yep. it's, you know, our, our goal isn't to make as much money as we can to put into our pockets is, you know, make as much money as we can to you know give back to, uh, the cardboard community to do some other stuff to make our, you know, small corner of the world a little bit better. And, you know, that's just how we, we function, we operate. Yeah, no, and I love that. I think it's made you stand out 
uh, really quickly uh, in the hobby, and I, and I definitely appreciate it. And we'll dig into that here in a little bit. Um, but so, so capital and so shipping. I, I feel like shipping always kind of comes up in that question when I ask that question to folks. But yeah. it's, not, it's not. It's not as much as it's, it's hard. Sorry to cut you off, man. But no, no, it's no, not no. as much yeah. as it's like shipping's hard. It's just there's always a lot, and you don't want to mess anything up. And just... <laughs> and now we're organized. now we're full. So we're doing this, you know, three to to four nights a week right now. Yeah. And when we do it, it's um. It's it's intense. We're, I mean, we're doing two mail days a week right now. We want to make sure that people get their cards in a uh, in a timely manner. And Adam Adam does uh, shoulder a lot of the uh, the load when it comes to shipping. So, um, yeah, hats off to you, man. Yeah, thanks, dude. It's just tedious. <laughs> yeah, I said hard, but it's just tedious. No doubt. Yeah, I, I get that. I totally do. Um, and as you grow bigger, right? I think it's just you have to have a process in place. And I'm sure you guys are figuring that out. Like, how do you how do you yeah. manage all this? What? Uh, so, are you both doing it full time? Is that the situation yeah man so it's it's a funny story so we got to a point um i i was working in the wireless industry for 10 years prior to this and my previous position was i was a consultant for individuals who wanted to open up their own um wireless store so Mm -hmm. i would help them you know um i was a business consultant man so that's where a lot of this does come naturally to me because uh you know i was i was trying to influence different um individuals in the past on how to run and manage their business and grow their business. And, you know, I'd help train their front lines mm-hmm. as well. And so I'm just taking a lot of the stuff that it's just, it's nice being in, on this side because we have full control. Now I'm not relying on influence. I can do the things that, you know, I told, I told people to do like, Hey, you know, giveaway, like school giveaways and be out there in the community, get out there and, and show that you guys love and support these guys. And I'll come back on you, you know, tenfold. Yeah. Um, that's not, that's not why you do it, but you know, it's just, it's those, those blessings, man, they find their way back to you. And, um, so yeah, we have full control now. I don't have to worry about somebody saying no. Like, why would I, why would I give away a full case of cards? I'm not going to make money. I'm going to lose money doing that. We don't, we don't worry about that anymore. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it was, I think it was you, Chris. I, I was, I was browsing your personal Twitter and I think you had posted a picture of your wife sending you a note, giving you a note kind of saying, all right, let's do this where uh, you guys are giving away a break or something. Is that, uh, how have you felt like your families have adopted to the change? You feel like it's been yeah. a good thing? It, it has. And, I'll, and I'll, I'm sorry, I didn't even answer your last question, Ty. So I'll, I'll kind of merge these two. But yeah. um, so as far as going full time, you know, I had a plan and I went, uh, I went, put my two weeks in and everything like that. Or I put my notice in. I told them I'd give them as, long, as much as they needed. If they needed three months. I give them three months, whatever. Yeah. And we were just, they're just like, you know, you know, they appreciated everything. And, um, so the first September was going to be my first day full time with BCB. And in that small, you know, two and a half, three week period of time, um, Adam and his industry, it was just kind of a season of layoffs. So he ended up getting laid off from his job. So it kind of forced him into a, into a full time role as well. I'm, I'm happy that it happened, man, because I think that this one, it's incredibly fun working with your best friend, um, despite Aww. what people think. We, we, bicker, we, we do we bicker a lot behind the scenes man and you, you can even see it in our breaks sometimes like we'll go back and forth it's fun but um no it's i can imagine one doing all of this uh on on my own or you know 90 percent of this on my own without mm-hmm. his help and then yeah i mean I'm, like i said i'm happy it happened and hopefully you don't even you don't ever get a call back saying that you're going back to work <laughs> yeah it's it's uh it's been it's it's fun i dig it i don't want to go back to work so yeah. <laughs> and, and then the as far as Go ahead, Tom. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Finish that thought. I was going to say, as far as the families go, yeah, that that was one of the coolest things. That, that'll probably be my my forever pin tweet, man. Is my wife. It was really it was hard to sway her, and I think recently she's really 
she's embracing, she loves it and she loves having me, you know, home. I can help out a lot more instead of working for, you know, two jobs pretty much and, you know, traveling as much as I was in the past. Um, so she loves it, but you know, she was really hesitant. It was hard to, to sway her that this is what we were going to do. And then, you know, I, I came home from a long day at my day job uh, last year and I saw that <laughs> box of 2016 contenders on the, uh, on the counter with the note. And, you know, my, my eyes started to sweat, man. <laughs> that's when it really became real to us yeah and with our wives dude i think like the biggest thing is when we first started doing this thing that we wanted to do this they just looked at it like you know playing with football cards is what they always call it. like all right you guys have fun playing with football cards mm -hmm. and then um and like chris and i i don't this is probably the longest thing that we've ever stuck with other than our marriages and our friendship <laughs> like so we, we like two important wives, things like, yeah, they, yeah they, they looked at us like all right this is gonna last three months <laughs> but yeah you know, i mean we love it, so I don't, I don't think we're going to go anywhere anytime soon, if ever. That's yeah. awesome. No, that's cool. I mean, I, I think it's kind of rare that you find a situation where, especially in breaking, where you just jump all in basically right out of the gate. You know, usually you got folks that are kind of feeling it out, seeing if it's going to work. I mean, you guys just went in, and you said, let's go. Let's do this. Yeah, I, I don't I think it. that was a great way to do it, but... <laughs> <laughs> what, which yeah, we, we just... We just go, man. We we do before we think sometimes, and you know, this this time it happened to work out for us. Yeah, yeah. Which which leads me to an important question. I mean, so if you look back, I guess to last May, what uh, what are a couple things that you would probably do differently? Nothing. <laughs> I don't think if we would if we go back and change something, we wouldn't be where we're at right now. Yeah, I mean, there's always ways to improve, but like Chris said, we jump in and do things as we go, pretty much. And the things that we. I mean, if you look at it, because when we say nothing, it's not that we've done everything right or perfect or anything like that. It's just that the mistakes that we may have made mm -hmm. um, in the past or the things that, you know, that people have kind of caught us, caught us out on. I say that it just people have given us constructive crit criticism and we, and we learn from it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, all those mistakes have made us uh, stronger and, you know, we get better, you know, every single day. And so, yeah. yeah, I would say I would say nothing as well, dude. Cool. All right. All those taking notes, you just learn nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, so that, that's kind of, I guess, the the process part of everything for you guys, and I, I think that's that's really helpful. That's that's pretty encouraging to hear, kind of how things started for you. But what would you say, kind of within the last year, what what have you learned? What kind of tips and tricks have you learned to automate what you're doing, become more efficient as breakers, or anything that stands out to you that? You thought, gosh, wow, this is a, this has been a game changer for us as we sell or as we package or as we record. What comes to mind? I'm trying to think when we first kind of started out, man. Um, the eBay process, I think, has gotten easier for us when we do, you know, two or three eBay breaks a week. Um, you know, just being able to have a template to go with and um, do like the mass, uh, the mass listing generator or whatever like that's that's helped out there we use shopify so anybody who wants to become a breaker in the future um you know we use shopify they do a great job with reports and stuff like that so you know we're not hand cranking a lot of the stuff that we used to when we go to you know fill out our spreadsheets on break night now you know we're we're running a report we have everything where we need to be uh, you know I'm, I'm pretty proficient in excel so just sorting through all this stuff is is quick man so i'd say that's that's good i can let you talk about the shipping process and how that's evolved uh, i was gonna say like efficiency wise too with like our streaming like we switch our swing our, our streaming service from uh -huh. what we first used that like originally we we're using obs and we switch over to xsplit and it's amazing ah uh -huh. so that, that helps clean everything up 
with like the Excel sheets and all that stuff. And yeah. Um, yeah. And this is a shipping process, man. I don't, I find little tips and tricks here and there. It's just, um, I don't know. Like we don't, I don't tape top loaders. Like we put everything in team bags. Mm -hmm. So, and we use brand new top loaders for everything. So the top loader, top loaders stay nice and clean. And we don't skip on one touches, man. Like we just, <laughs> we, uh, we, we probably spend more money on one touches than any other breaker in the, in the world because, <laughs> you know, we see like a, a car, <laughs> we'll, we'll one touch a Baker Mayfield out of, you know, 299 that <laughs> you know, probably should just go in a top loader, but, um, we get, we get crazy with our one touches, man. So that's always, always fun. Uh, is, as far as one thing that we will never automate, my man, is uh, is Twitter. Um, when you guys see Twitter, that's always us. And it, it's, you know, learning from maybe, not necessarily learn from other breakers, but just looking at other breakers and be like, man, I don't want to be like that. You look at some of these, you know, Twitter feeds and all it is, like their entire feed is just nothing but, you, you can tell they're automated. Like this break, like they're just promoting breaks. They haven't scheduled or whatever. And right. they just no they personality. tweet out. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you look on Twitter, if anybody goes and follows us uh, on Twitter, it's at Buck City Breaks. And like Adam and I interact so much on Twitter. And even when we do like our, uh, when we're promoting our breaks and we're promoting us like a break that has spots left and things like that, like none of that's automated. Like we'll tell you, you look at all of them, like none of them are the same. They're like snowflakes, man. Our tweets are like snowflakes. I like that. There you go. Write it down. I'm putting a, I'm putting a banner together for you right now. Tweets are like, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, no, I, that's, that's a great point. I, I wouldn't even thought of that, but yeah, you're right. You, if you get any of those feeds coming across on Twitter these days with breakers, it's just like, okay, unfollow, unfollow. I'm tired of this automated stuff. It's, it's like a machine, but yeah, you guys yeah. are, there's, there's the point of Twitter in my mind is to have a conversation and see the personality coming out and get hot takes and all that stuff. So yeah sign me up for your, you guys do a great job with your, your social media. Um, and back to your, uh, your one touch. I think I, I would be curious to run a study to see how much more cards sell for on eBay when they're in a one touch versus any other case. Cause I feel like if something's in a one touch, you just assume it's more valuable. <laughs> so, well that too, man, I, I search for cards on eBay and I'm like, looking at them like, like buy it now or best offer. And I'm like, looking at them like, dude, it's not even in a sleeve or anything. So I'm going to I'm, I'm lowballing you, man. Totally. <laughs> it's not a one touch or a top loader, like yep. And we, and we get it. I, I understand why people will do that because they want to show like the the corners. I think you can see the corners better when they're not in a one touch and stuff like that. But right, um, you know, the worst is when you go on eBay, man. You see a car that's in a one touch on the listing, and then they ship it, and it's not in a one touch. That really grinds my gears. <laughs> <laughs> but no, dude, I love charts and graphs, so I would I would actually love to see a study on one touches versus non one touch cards on eBay sales. Yeah. And, and not to, uh, not to fluff you guys up too much time, but gosh, man, your the tools on your website are so innovative. Um, just the interactive tools, man, being able to go through and, you know, sort the years and just how those graphs flow. And, and I appreciate you guys, you know, changing the, uh, the color scheme on those as well too, um, to fit those individuals who, uh, are, are color, colorblind, like my man, Adam kind of struggles with over here. So, ah, <laughs> there you go. You want to be, uh, select six percent or whatever is it six or seven percent it's crazy I, when i found that out it blew my mind i could not believe there's that many colorblind males no, you, you'll watch our you'll watch our breaks and adam be like he's like oh check out this pink you know <laughs> part or whatever it's like dude that's green what are you talking about <laughs> um, it's, never, it's never that bad but no it's uh it, there's there's times i have to look over so what are you looking at right now the orange or red i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so so needless to say you're not listing singles on ebay <laughs> uh not not too often, but you know, we get someone. You're not letting Adam list, I guess is my point. <laughs> no, that's, that's. 
Nice, nice. Um, so who do you guys, I mean, who would you say you look to as maybe your inspiration? Maybe a couple breakers that you've seen early on, you thought, gosh, that guy is doing it right. Anybody come to mind? You? Uh, I, I, I will, for, so there's there's two that really stand out to me. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll go first here. So I already mentioned them, um, Ride Out Sports. They were awesome. And it was just, it was, you know, it wasn't crazy. They weren't trying to flash you with their production quality or anything like that. I mean, just two dudes breaking boxes and talking to people. And it was fine. The funny thing with them, too, I think one of the cats was a, uh, I think they, they had a Vikings and a Titans fan. Mm-hmm. And when they would do their breaks and they, they would lift, list them on eBay, they yeah. wouldn't, they wouldn't list the uh, Vikings or the Titans. They would, um, uh, they would keep those for themselves. So I don't know how some people feel about that, but uh, to me, I, we we haven't done that um, in the past. But I think that's kind of a neat way to, yeah. you know, if you're if you're just going to be a breaker, that's your hobby for the hobby. Which Adam and I have talked about uh, this being our hobby for the hobby in the past. Mm-hmm. And you you're a collector, like you're not just trying to make a buck. And I think that's a, a neat way, man, to, to supplement your collection. Um, current breaker that you know we have nothing but uh awesome things to say about man kraken wax that he is he is our favorite breaker in the game right now uh and he just has that same uh chris and and his his uh his better half lq um they just they're great people they yeah. do a lot of charity breaks their their focus is on on giving back not as much getting and and so we admire the heck out of yeah those, are, for that. yeah, those are one of the few breakers that we could actually work with and be happy because yeah. <laughs> they're not all about the money and stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah. You, you guys know, I, I have a lot of respect for Chris too. So he's been on the show before and we, uh, he's just a good dude and they're just good people, good people up there. Those green Bay, I guess, wait, he's, he's a Vikings <laughs> fan, isn't he? No, he's a green Bay fan. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah. That's always an interesting question. Cause it's, you don't find a lot of breakers that, really want to work together and, and I get it. I really do get it. Um, but at the same time, the breakers that do work together, I think end up being a little bit more successful. So good for you guys. Yeah. Uh, so what, what are you guys doing to kind of stay fresh, keep having fun? Like, what is it you got to keep doing that you feel like it's part of your DNA? New ideas. <laughs> this is like our favorite part. Like we get to bounce ideas off each other and come up with new, new, uh, new break styles. Um, just, different things that we can add that's just different. It's not the same, just normal breaks and okay. over breaks, over breaks, you know, just changing up a little bit here and there. Yeah. yeah. Keeping it fresh. I, I'll, I'll talk about some of those break styles as well. Um, and when Adam says that too, you know, talking about the, the new ideas, like that's, that's what's going to, if anybody's out there and they want to be a breaker, like one, don't just copy everybody else. We've had, we've had so many people um, imitate and I, might be touched, but we've had so many people imitate us um, and they come on the scene and, you know, they don't talk to like, if somebody has a relationship with us and they want to do what we're doing. They come to us and say, Hey guys, I, lo- I love this break. So I think we're doing it. Think about doing it ourselves. We can give them feedback and, and help them be successful. We will do that. So anybody out there who wants to be a breaker, like let us know if you want advice. We, we have given so much advice. Um, but when people go out there and they, they try to imitate us and the thing, that's all it, it takes to be successful. Like we're going to overwhelm them because <laughs> our work ethic like we said, we're, we're doing two meal days a week, which is a two-man crew. So two meal days a week, we come up with different break styles. You know, every month we have value-add programs that give back to our our guests. So tough breaks and our loyalty honors program, which we, we feel are, are great. And they're always evolving. They're about to change here again in the next couple months, which we're really excited about. Um, but some of our our recent fresh break styles, man, we have – if I don't know if you've seen it, Ty, but 
Um, if you go on Twitter, man, you'll see some uh, some teasers for it. It's going to drop this week. It's invitation only, so you have to go to buckcitybreaks.com and sign up to our newsletter. Mm-hmm. But it is Buck City Reserve, and it is a buyback break that Adam and I are doing because the most heartbreaking thing for us as breakers is seeing people, you know, pay sometimes big money for these, and that's why we have you know programs like Tough Breaks and uh, Loyalty Honors to give back to those individuals. But yep. uh, with with Buck City Reserve, man, we have there will be 32 spots, random teams. You will have a checklist that will have a superstar, like not just some, you know, podunk. You're not getting, I don't know, give me an example. Jeremy McNichols. Yeah, you're not getting Jeremy McNichols for the for the Buccaneers, right? Like it's going to be a superstar for every team. You're going to know what player you're going to have, it, and every item is going to be autographed. So 32 spots, 32 teams. Every item is autographed. You know when you get a team, like whose autograph you are going to get. And then there's a second checklist with Buck City Reserve, and that's going to be your checklist of all of these items that we have in this break. So we have, you know, uh, contenders autographs um, that are that are hot. We have, you know, a stadium seat back. We have game issue NFL pants. We have nice. uh, full size helmets. Uh, one of which is a super short limited edition full size autographed helmet that we think are gonna is gonna really wow some people there. Um, and then a lot of, a lot of heavy cardboard, man. So we have one-on-ones out of national treasures. We have dual autos in there. Oh gosh. I, one of my favorite things about this break is that we have, we have two Walter Payton autographs in this break, man. Um, one, yeah. So one, so the person who gets the bears, they know that they're going to get a Walter Payton autograph, right? They don't know what, what item that's going to be on, but they know that they're going to get a Walter Payton autograph. There is another team, another player in this break. Um, and once again, you're not going to be able to know who, you know, you'll know the teams and the players, but you won't know what item that they're assigned to. That's going to be the, the beauty of the break. But there is another team and player that has a dual one of one autograph with Walter Payton in there as well, too. And it's mm. going to be just whew, it's going to be through the roof, man. It's going to be uh, we're trying to just have the hottest break that anybody's ever seen ever. So the hottest 32 items in one break. Yeah, I think we might be able to accomplish that, man. Heck, yeah. So what uh, what is it? What is it costing you guys? Or what does it cost a buyer to get into that break? Out of curiosity. Um, so we haven't launched it yet. We, I, I think we've talked about this a little bit on our chats, but it's going to be $200. Okay. So $200 a spot. Yeah, uh, you're guaranteed an autograph of a superstar, which is crazy stuff. And here's, if I can uh, go um, a little on a tangent, man, because I, I want to tell people uh, about eBay and how you can really you know, um, maximize and, and take advantage of, of eBay in a, in a good way. So when we did this, uh, so $200 times 32 spots, 6400 bucks, right? Somebody can buy every single spot in this break and then sell all these items individually and like make their money back. We we took advantage of uh, eBay coupons. So whenever those coupons pop up and mm-hmm. you know you get twenty percent, you know eBay bucks, ten percent eBay bucks, fifteen percent off, like all that stuff. Like take advantage of those guys if you're buying on eBay because um, you know we came so we went through. We had probably twenty eight out of the thirty two items a few months ago, and then when our eBay bucks hit, we had like six hundred more dollars. Like we went through and just we were able to put that and add that value to this break. So this break's hotter than it's supposed to be, I guess you could say. Yeah. And for sellers out there as well, and and if you guys are selling on eBay, I'll, feel free to tag us. If you, we're not going to block you guys from you know trying to sell and move your product too. Like we're, you, you, your money's not more important than ours. So uh, you can reach out to us. But when you're selling or listing an item on like Twitter or something like that, be uh, be cognizant of those different promotions going on because if somebody can get 15% back via eBay bucks or 10% off or whatever the, the deal is at the time, like let them know that say, Hey guys, you know, in tonight, 15%, you know, off of this $300 card, you get 45 bucks back. Like 
boom, like you're gonna, you're you're essentially discounting your card forty five bucks at that point without you losing any money, which is kind of cool. Totally love it. That's some really good insight. I think people tend to forget, like you, especially early on, if you're breaking, man, you got to be resourceful. And those are some really like solid tips, man. Good stuff. That break sounds awesome. I'm gonna keep We're really excited side. about it. Yeah, man, it's gonna be fun. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Well, cool. Let's take a quick break. And then I think when we come back, we need to dig into some stuff around the hobby. And I'm really curious to get you guys' takes. So hang tight. All right. All right, look, if you haven't noticed by now, I'm a big fan of InkFrog. Uh, InkFrog, I think, is the must-own tool for anyone listing on eBay, period. Helps you revolutionize the way you're putting listings together with their sweet templates and their customized templates that they'll create for you for free to help replicate your style and your look. Perfect way to schedule listings. Perfect way to go to one easy spot to make changes to your auctions. Perfect way to see statistics and to handle messages. It's all there. Very simple, intuitive interface. It helps you get the most possible value out of eBay. You have to check it out. Go to breakerculture.com forward slash inkfrog. Again, breakerculture.com forward slash inkfrog. And you will love it. I promise. Back to the show. All right, we're back. Uh, okay, you guys ready to dig into the hobby a little bit? A little we some, are, some, man. Some divisive subjects. <laughs> let's bring uh, it on. Let's start off with a bigger question, and I'm, I'm curious because you you've seen. I mean, gosh, in the last year, you've probably seen just a whole heck of a lot of change in the hobby. Um, and you've been a part of the hobby longer than just a year, obviously. But uh, where do you see kind of the hobby trending in 2019? Does anything kind of stand out to you? You think, uh-oh, this is a big trend or this is where the hobby's going? Big question. That is a that is a great question. It's a loaded question. I mean, I think that the hobby is, is really picking up steam, man. I think when we went to the industry summit in February – Panini was there and they were really like listening and, and, you know, you've seen some of these changes made already. So as collectors, I know that, you know, people get upset with things like quality control and stickers and points and things like that. Panini's listening guys. Uh, if you can do it in a respectful manner, like don't just berate them on, you know, Twitter because, you know, you got 150 points in your box. Like, um, I, I think that, you know, we can all help make that change. I guess I don't think, and we talk about this uh, from time to time, you know, things like sticker autos, um, are they're they're necessary and they help, you know, some of these products, uh, out with, with like the, well, first off, sticker autos are necessary because, you know, you take a product like gold standard and everybody's, you know, upset about sticker autos. Well, this product was launched so quickly after the, um, uh, the, what the rookie supposing the rookie photo shoot, all that stuff. Like mm -hmm. they, like you, there's no way in heck that they can take those photos and then, you know, somehow get those guys all back together within, you know, two or three weeks to launch this product. Like it has to be sticker autos. So sometimes sticker autos are great. If it's not your thing, then don't collect them. Um, but you know, we don't have to, I guess, um, I don't know. 
uh, get upset about them either. Like you have Origins. The reason that Origins is the first, you know, a, a rookie product that can have on-card autographs stuff like that too, is because everything's airbrushed. So, mm-hmm. so <laughs> right, so heads up there. So unless we want all airbrushed products, like stickers are going to happen, points are going to happen to help keep, uh, you know, price points down. Um, so you know, if if you don't like points, you know, it, it might take that, you know, box of XR from, you know, a hundred dollars a box to one hundred fifty dollars a box. Like nobody wants to see that. So right. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Adam, anything to you? Anything stand out to you? You kind of stand out. Um, I don't, as a stand out, I don't. I think it's going in a positive direction for sure, man. It's growing. Mm-hmm. Um, you see more kids getting into it. Uh, I mean, like Chris said, Panini is listening. So, um, you hear a lot about how how expensive products are, and it's kind of steering kids away from it. I don't think so. Um, I mean, like a good program like Kid Already Cards and stuff like that and get kids into it. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good product out there that's value safe, I guess it was the word. And we've been blessed the past, think about the last, you know, three to four, you know, just talking football here, but rookie classes. I mean, there, there will be a drop off at some point when the rookies aren't as hot as they are now, but you know, the the rookie class, you start out 2016, you have Goff wins, Zeke, Dak, uh, Michael Thomas, those cats, 2017 was a big year with Watson, Mahomes, Hunt, all the, the running backs that, that found their way in there. And then, you know, this year, gosh, the five first round quarterbacks, um, you know, the, the running backs that are, you know, Barkley. And then you saw Chubb on Sunday, just go bonkers. Like, um, yeah, I think it's trending in 2019, man. You keep getting these hot rookies and like Otani's and baseball and stuff like that. I mean, it's just, I think it's it's trending more towards. So it's breakers. I think are gonna um, gain from this too as well, just because you know some of the, like these hot rookies are driving prices up and stuff like that. So a good way for you to get in there at value is buy a team in a break or something like that. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting. I, I I do kind of wonder if we'll will kind of drop off the cliff a little bit when it, in terms of like good rookies coming in. I think the fact that there's just so many good statistics out now, like you can, yeah. you can come up with a statistic for just about anything. Now it's kind of helped rookies become more relevant quicker. Uh, right. Which I think will be really the case. Um, so do, do you guys think there's a hobby bubble? Uh, probably man. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't think it's going to pop anytime soon. <laughs> if that's what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> Oh, I think that there there is um, there is some concern, man. With you know, we we talk about the junk wax era, right? Um, and you know, you know, autos like like I, I talked about, like absolute for example, absolute football. It's a real product that you have, you know, first round quarterbacks autographed to two ninety nine. You know, those cards are going to be huge in value. But there's always going to be products, man, that will that will be out there that will have value. Um, I don't ever see a product like contenders or some of those staples, I mean, those rookie staples, contenders or optic or um, like prism, you know, ever dropping off because of the different ways to collect that, the rainbow sets and things like that. So there, there is a bubble, man. I don't think we're ever going to uh, really see like a junk wax type thing again, where it's just everything is worthless. Yeah. Cause like Panini and the big companies, like going back to the industry summit I and mean, they, they're, they're aware of the junk wax area and overproduction and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that helps when the big companies they don't want to overproduce. I mean, they're they're supply and demand, but they're they're supplying and demand's still there. And hopefully, is hopefully it stays about where it's at. Yeah, right. What they're doing now, as far as overproduction, or if people want to construe, misconstrue it as overproduction, like 
So junk wax, I, I don't know why I keep going back to this. This is probably the most I've ever talked about junk wax in my life. But right. um, <laughs> if you look at junk wax, man, they're just they're overproducing products. And you know, you have millions and millions and millions of a particular product produced, like your brain down cards per player is what it was. Yeah, or, <laughs> like, or whatever for like ninety one leaf or Bowman or whatever that was, man. Yeah. So like a, a cow not a cow ripping, but a um like a Chipper Jones rookie or a, you know, Mariano Rivera rookie, like not super, you know, valuable. But the thing that they do now, so we might misconstrue it for overproduction, but there's so many different products out now. So yeah. you might have a lot of autos out there for a particular player, but all of these products are going to cater to different collectors. You know, right. people aren't going to like every single product. Adam and I kind of do, but, um, <laughs> you know, people aren't going to like every particular product. And so that then therefore they're not going to have to collect everything. It's going to, it's going to kind of narrow the market for each product, I guess. So let's, let's assume, uh, let's put yourself in a spot here. Where let's just say Tracy Hackler or someone from Panini's on this, this podcast right now. What, uh, what question or concern would you bring up to them? Hey, what's up, Tracy? Big fan here. Um, <laughs> oh, what's up guys? <laughs> Uh, hey, no. Um, one thing that, uh, and we even brought this up at the industry summit. I know that you you've had some really good points too. Um, but like, one thing that I would suggest or recommend or or ask is when these rookies come into the league and they are signing for the first time NFL products for the first time. Like, I feel like they almost need a little bit of autograph coaching. You know, we saw it with uh, my man Dakota Rain Prescott um, when he was coming out of Mississippi State. He was signing, you know, Dak Prescott fifteen. Um, you know, I feel like that that, you know, when you have a college number that's not going to be their pro number on a card, it makes it a little little less collectible or a little less desirable. So I would I would do some uh, some autograph coaching there, man. Yeah. I know that's not a super sexy answer, but yeah. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin yeah. Cook with the yeah. four on there. And Dalvin Cook he set this game up with a signature, but like if somebody could have just like drop kicked him and said, Dalvin, like this is a terrible signature. Stop <laughs> putting number four on there. That's an illegal number for running back in the NFL. Like, you know, Dalvin Cook cards could have been a little bit better last year. <laughs> no doubt. What do you got, man? I know you, Adam probably has some good stuff, dude. So let's hear it. Uh, uh, quick plug here: Tra- Tracy's on the show tomorrow. So if you if you ask a really good question, I might just bring it up to him. So oh snap! Um, I would ask him if Tremaine Edmonds for the Steelers. <laughs> oh no! Don't say it, man. I, w- I would ask him if he's actually <laughs> trolling the hobby with oh, his autograph. Ty, have, you, have you seen Have you seen Tremaine Edwin, Edmonds' autograph? Is it Tremaine Edmonds? It's Tremaine. Oh, who's the one for the Bills? It might be Terrell Edmonds. Terrell Edmonds. It's an Edmund. Edmonds for the Steelers, man. Have you seen his autograph? <laughs> no. What, what's up with this? Um, Tell dude. us more. Uh, well, we, I don't know. It's not a, It's not age appropriate, man. Just Google. Maybe even just do it right now and then like tell us what you think. It's but, on like, Illuminous uh, uh, Panini product quality control pictures. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good one. Like, like, yeah, one of the more product pictures. Actually, I think that was one like a signs his first name beautifully, and then his last name is it's just, just it's a uh, it's weird, man. It's a weird, weird thing. <laughs> so that that, uh, that might go back to autograph coaching, <laughs> <laughs> right? He's like back to my original point. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah I, I'm googling it, and nothing's coming up, but I, I will dig into that, and uh, I'm sure we'll have a comment on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I probably won't bring that up to Tracy tomorrow. Um. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, Chris said I had a bunch of good stuff at the industry. I did, man. I had to find, like, I did take notes there. It's all written down in my notebook, man. Put me on the spot. What was uh, <laughs> what was your guys' role at the industry summit? Did you guys go as just participants, or did you? What would you? So we went as participants, man. That was the most beneficial. Um, uh, so we we went to the the national and the industry summit this year. The industry summit was uh, super important for us because that's where we kind of learned 
you know, how to, I guess, how to do this full time, how to make this our livelihood. Um, we got a lot of insight there. Uh, we were able to, to talk and network with, um, I mean, I mean, you had, uh, you had Brian Gray there, Tracy, um, actually, uh, was there, I believe, uh, DJ was there from Panini. There was a lot of cats from, uh, Panini, uh, like I said, Brian Gray was there from, from Leaf. And then we were able to mingle and network with LCS owners and other breakers also. And we were actually, we were a sponsor for, um, another podcast there. So we got to hang out with, with them a little bit as well. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Wait, you, you speak on other podcasts? This Never. This never is our ended. first one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you going to make it down to the interest of it? Uh, we're going to try. Yeah, we're going to try. 100%. Yeah, we, we were asked last year to come and we, I just couldn't make it happen and Shani couldn't make it happen. So, yeah, we'll see. Some good stuff, I think, in the works. Um, all right, cool. As you're talking, I'm trying to dig through Knight's Lance and try to find out that autograph situation, but I'm, oh, I'm going to stop digging. It's deteriorating. One thing for, one thing for Tracy, it, uh, it, and I know that this is probably something that um, you guys obviously wrestle with as well, too. And what's, what is the possibility of getting checklist, you know, a, a little oh, bit earlier? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that just keeps coming up. I mean, have, have you guys had situations where you've been burned? Because you may be uh, underpriced or overpriced teams. With I mean, well, yeah. So we we started out when we first did uh, Spectra. Yep. And we had it we had it on there. So 2018 Spectra, man. We we did it, and we had a bunch of people reach out to us and tell it like this is how awesome like our um, our followers and our customers and our we call it the BCB fam. But this is how awesome these guys are. So Kelvin um, at KW Bach on Twitter reached out to us and said, Hey guys, like you totally underpriced the Patriots there. Like Tom Brady autographs left, left and right in this thing. We actually ended up pulling a Tom Brady um, out of to uh super bowl autograph uh, nebula on card no big deal yeah yeah, yeah. Was... <laughs> whatever whatever but yeah the, like, he reached out and said that you guys want to price and we're like hey man we, we get the checklist when you do so <laughs> so that that is for huge you. man i, I guess I, Patriots cheap. maybe they do it because they don't like the only, the only reason i could think like you wouldn't want to do it is because you don't want they, almost like the fear of people you know thinking a product's not as hot because of the checklist so they won't you know pre-order or buy or anything like that i don't get it man like all these checklists are hot they, they look good i I'd yeah. love for you guys to be able to do your thing because i was looking for illusions um you know before we price that out so i just I'm, I'm going through like the manufacturer's checklist at that point i love what you guys are able to do obviously and the and the different um uh, features that you guys have and how interactive it is but if i have to go through on my own and look at an entire checklist and try to weed out autographs and you know we'll, we'll save the hard stuff for you guys yeah well yeah sure i mean from our perspective it's like you, we we have, we have no advantage we can't help people if we don't have data you know right on the flip side tops does a pretty good job there's a distribution list for folks that want checklists a little bit earlier and we get it a day before it comes out basically uh so you can put a checklist together but yeah i i just don't get it either i don't get it because it's not like there's another manufacturer selling or printing football products there's not there's like there's no competition for panini so whatever they put out they're going to sell regardless so what's the big deal and what's what's five days or something like that you right know what i mean like yeah. just it's they're just coming out the day of or like the night before it, it seems like and yeah, i feel like specter would have been hotter man people see this tom brady autos in there man it's gonna <laughs> no doubt it'll roll quicker no doubt um what, well, so what about digital cards? Are you guys what, are you fans? Are you buyers, sellers? You think it's going to fizzle out? What are your thoughts on that? I don't, I don't understand it, but hey, man, it's not my cup of tea, but it might be somebody else's. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is the best thing about Kidori cards, man. I think that digital cards are almost geared towards young collectors. 
and um i don't want them to i hate i hate saying this like, i don't want them to ruin the hobby now, i'm talking more of like um what's panini's like gridiron like the straight digital where you have no there's no way to get like a physical card or anything like mm-hmm. that I mean, like, those are just kind of uh, weird to me and i don't i like i prefer for kids to obviously have the the joy of you know, either ripping a pack or you know physically holding these cards in your hand, putting them in your binders, putting them in a you know a sleeve or a one touch or whatever the case is. Yep. So you know that's where now I do I, I love you know like like Tops Instant or no I'm sorry Panini Instant for example. Um, you know that, that's a cool product. I I could get down on that just as a personal collector and you know Baker Mayfield you know beats the Jets come back on Monday Night Football they they hit the Panini Instant product. You know I could get down on something like that. Um. And one thing I'm really intrigued by, and I, I want almost we've had people ask us to do an upper deck EPAC break before, hmm. so that would be something that would be kind of interesting um, because you, get, you can get those physical cards. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like that, that's where like these are more intriguing. I, I think that where they're going with some of these cards, the online, um, you have, you know, what's what's tops? Hit me with it. Tops now. Tops now. Yep. Yeah. So tops now. Panini instant. Uh, those are sweet upper deck EPAC man, where they can like you pretty much can have your whole collection, you know, set up, and you decide when you want them to ship, or you can trade them to people and stuff like that. I think all that stuff's really cool. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. But like digital cards, man, it's like if I took like I don't know all my Eddie Georges and Taylor and Taylors, t- took pictures of them, and then just got rid of the cards, and that's my collection. It's yeah. like pictures of my cards. <laughs> Brian Gray, Brian Gray had the best uh, the best response to digital cards. It'd be like, um, what do you say? He, it was like something along the lines of like him offering to take you out to a steak dinner. And then you accept his offer, and then he sends you a picture of said steak dinner. Like that's what <laughs> that's what those cards kind of kind of are to us. But hey, to each their own, man. Yeah, no doubt. I yeah, I just I can't get behind it. I really can't. I, I think it for me, it's always does does it, any of this hold value? And I just I have this feeling, man, like those things are not going to hold value. I mean, I get the stuff like you said um, in the moment. Yeah, he just hit a home run last night. It's a sweet card. He autographed it. We took a piece of the base from that game. It's like, that's kind of cool stuff like for a collector, but there's no long-term value. No way. Yeah. No what way. they should do What they should do is they should do uh, – I was telling you a little off air about my Pokemon Go experience last night, Ty. Um, yeah. They should do like a Pokemon Go type thing, man, where they like they have little stops and stuff like that. You go to a stop and you can like redeem cards or you know battle for cards and stuff. It's a great and idea. You, you yeah. imagine throwing like getting uh, card shops, local card shops involved in that? Oh yeah. Talk about sweet. bringing people back into the card shops. That's all you need to do. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead and tell Tracy Hacker that one, man, and uh, go ahead and we'll copyright that now. Done. <laughs> I, I will bring that up to him tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, cool. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, you guys. Do you guys do football exclusively, or do you do some other? I don't see a lot of other sports. Uh, we, we do, man. So we, it's, it's like 90% football. We'll break okay. whatever people tell us to break. Um, so with baseball, we don't get uh, big baseball allotments. We don't get big football allotments either. We're still baby breakers, but as far as our baseball allotments go, man, it's uh, I mean, we're, we get nothing. Okay. So what we've had to do with baseball in the past, and it's actually worked out in our favor is we've done like some big, crazy hot baseball mixers and our mixers, and this is a, I don't want to sound pompous or conceited, but you will. Oh yeah. Um, like our little, Prepare our little, yeah, <laughs> everybody get ready for this. Our little motto for our baseball mixers are, um, our mixers are hotter than their cases. Yeah. That sounds super pompous coming off the tongue, but <laughs> like when we do these, so you imagine you're doing a baseball case, right? You're going to get, you know, probably, you know, one, two, maybe three, like crazy hot cards, you know, maybe a one case hit or whatever. When we do our mixers, it seems like every box has a case hit. It's nuts, man. Like we've done mixers before that have yielded uh, trout, 
one of ones, Johnny Bench out of five, um, Kid Griffey, uh, Kid Griffey Jr. The kid, I'll just call the him kid. The kid. Okay. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. and Bryce Harper, dual autos, like in one break. It, it's like you won't get that in a case of anything else unless it's like the most high end baseball product that we've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely some truth to that. I love mixers, I love yeah. the variety. Yeah, you, and you got to do what you you got to deal with the hand that's been given dealt to you. And I get it, man. Like allocations these days, especially on baseball products, is just tough sledding. So good for you guys trying to hang in there. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it opens up a little bit. But let, let's let's talk about some football products then. So you got in October, you got obviously Illusions comes out or came out yesterday, right? Illusions, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, you got Impeccable coming out. You got Phoenix, and you got Prism rank those four in terms of ones you're most excited about top buy to worst buy all right we're both going to agree prism right prism on top for sure okay um i would say impeccable number two phoenix and then illusions this is how how opposite adam and i are so i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna say illusions number two we haven't broken it yet actually um so we get to break that tonight and nice tomorrow uh, but illusions with illusions, man, it reminds me of when I was a kid collecting the tops gold label cards. Mm-hmm. And although it's not like you have like the the player, like the action shot, and then you have like the like almost like a um, the the overlay image of them in the or I guess underlay in the in the background. Yep. Uh, I, I have a Dan Marino card gold label. I love that card, man. Um, so illusions kind of reminds me of that, just with a different player in the background. So you have like the Sam Darnold and the Joe Namath and stuff like that. So that's why I like it. Um, and then I would go impeccable, and then Phoenix and. Like those are two products that I've never really gotten super geeked about. Impeccable is such a nice product, man. But when you're talking about all of the, when you put all of the like high end stuff side by side, like Impeccable is probably one of my least favorites. And I think there's just, it's because we would break it and there's just, there's not a lot of resale value for some reason for our customers. Beautiful cars when you get helmet pieces and stuff like that yeah. in there, man. But it's just, I think they're personally beautiful. But yeah, for resale value, that's, it's not there. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. We were, we were talking about this last week. Shani and I were not, I, I mean, Prism, obviously, you got to put it at the top, but I'm a big Impeccable fan too, mainly because it's just, it's one of the few on-card autograph products this early. And it's just kind of nice to have an on-card auto this early. Yeah, true. But, but, but I get it. Yeah, there's like zero resale value for that. I understand it because I, I think they're really sweet looking cards. But, um, so okay, so that that's good. Prism, Impeccable, and then we you guys flip-flopping on the, the last two. Uh, fair. What's uh? Would you be more of a fan of, of Panini creating more products or just doubling down and expanding the print run of their bigger products? Hmm. If I had to choose between the two, I feel like it's the lesser of two evils almost. Um, I would say more products. Okay. Because that's that goes back to what I was talking about earlier, where, you know, when when they double down, like then I feel like that's where, you know, overproduction happens like I, I i think it's hard to overproduce when you have different products because the different products can cater to different collectors yep. and when you double down on a, on a particular product now you're you're almost i almost just want to say you're cutting the value of those cards in half yeah like if i i, I, I we love national treasures <laughs> man i don't want don't double it up man. it's just going to depreciate the value of those beautiful cards 100 <laughs> percent agree oh my gosh yes the good thing <laughs> yeah the thing is with like with new products, I feel like if, if it's not good, just throw it, trash it, move on to the next yeah. one. You know, Don't like it's, it's easy to cut, cut bait and move on. So it's like what they did with like contenders and optic. They just made contenders optic. Right. Yeah. Beautiful product, man. I they love it. Baby, man. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
hundred percent. Okay. Um. All right. Well, I was gonna do the same with baseball. You guys feel comfortable with ranking some baseball products? No, let's try it, man. It's all, all right, so it's funny in our chat. Like we always like we'll, we'll pull baseball cards. Like we'll we'll always pull the chat and tell them to rate that hit because Adam and I really yeah. don't know it as as much. We're Reds fans, so we don't have a lot to cheer about. Um, so, <laughs> you know, but we'll, we'll follow. We follow the hobby trends. We we actually have an Otani on our break table that um, we bought back from a customer who broke it in one of our breaks just because we wanted to get in on that. Uh, um, on that, we trend. To, like, yeah. commemorate that like that that area of the hobby man that that time of the hobby where yeah. people talk about junk wax in the 90s man <clears throat> 10 years we're gonna be talking about remember remember when otani cards were going for one hundred eighty thousand dollars? Like, <laughs> right so you get a piece of that action remember when i opened a box of panini chronicles and i pulled 17 otanis in one box <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my gosh uh okay we, let's bring some baseball but before i do that are you guys pretty familiar with basketball are you getting into basketball or no uh, we broke we broke a little bit of basketball last year, man. You can do, um, you can do it this year. Uh, yeah, I I think it's gonna be the same thing as far as uh, allocations. Uh, yeah. Allocations, but we'll, we'll we'll try, man. I think that because we order so much Panini football through a particular distributor, like we can, we might be able to get more Panini products as far as basketball goes. Um, it feels like every distributor has their own like algorithm for allotments. So we'll we'll but we'll try, man. Okay. All right, let's talk about some baseball in here. So we got uh, we got five major products coming out in October. You got Gold Label, you got Five Star, you got Flagship Tops Updates, you have Tops High Tech, and you have Tops Triple Threads. Maybe <laughs> give me give me the two out of those five that you think they're absolutely you got to buy them. You got to go in. Tops Triple Threads. Yeah, I was gonna say Triple Threads and then Five Star. Okay. Um. All right. And what was Gold what was Label? That first one you said Gold, gold label. label. Okay. And there's High Tech in there too. Uh, well, you know that I love Gold Label, man, but I'll, I'll probably say the same, dude. I would say uh, Five Star and Triple Threads. Okay. Nice. Yeah, those are pretty breaker-friendly products, too. Fun to break. Not easy to not easy to buy. Whack. Just love, but yeah. Just love we, we miss – yeah, we miss Topps football, man. We're actually doing a Topps football uh, break tomorrow night, and uh, we're, we've paired up with Hacker Cards 87 uh, to do that. He's one of our one of our partners, and – so we're doing a tops break tomorrow. We got uh, a few boxes of tops triple threads football in there that we're really excited about. Nice, very cool. Well, so what what year is that from? Is that fourteen? Uh, <clears throat> it's it's thirteen, man. So okay. But the nice thing about thirteen, so obviously that wasn't a super hot draft class, which kept the the price down on that product. Which you know, obviously that's passed through to our customers. Right. right. But the big thing, man, with triple threads is like you don't know if you're going to pull. You know, it's not just about the rookie class. Like you can pull a. I, I pulled so triple threads was one of my biggest football products that I went all in on, and I pulled a. It was on the box, man. It was, um, it was Dan Marino, John L.A., Brett Favre, mm. out of four. Like yeah, so you have like those big hit Hall of Fame, triple, you know, um, you know they get the six player books in there and stuff like that too. So there's some really hot stuff that come out of triple threads, regardless of the rookie class. Absolutely, yeah. Triple threads is so hot. Oh, I love triple threads. Um. Okay. Does Panini and Tops do they need to double down on retail, or they need, they need to kind of strengthen the hobby position in terms of their products? What do you think? Uh, there's so many. Well, I don't know how much it is how bad it is anymore, but like with their retail, they need to figure out something to, to protect the buyers and like repackages and stuff. But mm. um, double down. Yeah, I think they could. I, I don't think that would hurt so much because you. I mean, you're gonna always have those people who are buying like the Bowman Chromes and stuff, or was it 
platinum. Bowman platinum last yeah, year. Yeah, that was platinum big. and stuff yeah. and reselling it and stuff like that. So, I mean, it could hurt, but I think just for, as a collector standpoint, people who can't, don't have LCSs and stuff and they do buy retail, I think they could double down. I don't think it would hurt that much. Yeah, I would say go that route, man. I, I um, as far as retail, whenever Adam and I get excited about a retail product, we'll go to a store and try to get it and it's gone. So yeah, double down on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you, have you ever done a retail break? <clears throat> uh, we haven't. No. We, we've done we've opened retail boxes live so we do these things or we've done them in the past we probably want to do them again but we called them uh called them br3s um it, it was a uh, bros brews and breaks so adam and i would sit down with a with an adult beverage and we would just hang out on youtube like a chat with everyone uh-huh. and we would yeah and we would we would rip uh we'd rip boxes and some of it was retail some of it was hobby and we would end up just giving all those cards away to like people in the chat just kind of hanging out and talking with us and stuff so and that's where we we uh, we enjoy breaking the retail is you know for ourselves when we have that itch to physically open a pack. Awesome, and we're not breaking. Yeah, a little uh, more economical way of getting in, <laughs> spending some money. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, nice. All right. F- favorite product this year? Easy, hmm. easy for me, man. Oh, all right. Um, you go first, things like I got to think about. I have two. Um, actually, I'll go first. I mean, my favorite product this year would probably be Origins. Mm, all right. Okay. Sneak attack. Okay. <laughs> nice. Mine is hands down Spectra. I mean, we just, the crazy stuff that we have pulled out of Spectra, hottest cards that we've ever pulled have come from that product, 2018 Spectra Football. Um, it's a, the product that we've we've got the most of ever. I, I think that we uh, probably on like 10 or 12 cases of Spectra. So we were fortunate wow. enough that there was a secondary uh, market beyond the the allocations for that, and I don't know how because no the stuff we're pulling out of these breaks, yeah, we don't like to talk about value too much. Um, I don't think we, as breakers, you're really supposed to or allowed to, but we did an eBay break for a half case of Spectra. Dude got the Patriots for forty eight dollars. He won a uh, Tom that Tom Brady um, Nebula on card Super Bowl signature out of two. And turned around, and we helped him facilitate a sale, and he sold it for twenty two hundred bucks. So, mm. yeah. So Spectra, man, we we pulled a ton of Super Bowl signatures, a ton of you know hot one of ones, man. We pulled a one of one in one of our Spectra value breaks. So dude paid eleven dollars and forty nine cents and got a Calvin Ridley one of one shield. And then like the next week, he just went bonkers um, on Sunday. So that was awesome. Yeah, I mean, if, okay, if we're gonna go on a break, like I I could break Spectra all day. That'd mm-hmm. probably be my favorite to break. But like, if I was personally going to go and buy a box for myself, probably be Origins is what, what I was getting at, I guess. Okay. Yeah. like it. What's uh, and man, everyone says Spectra right now. I feel like the last four people I've asked have all said Spectra in their top two. I'm really surprised in the secondary market it did not just explode. Crazy. Yeah. Um. All right. What what's uh what's the most disappointing product this year? I'm gonna say absolute, but I would I would probably lean towards absolute as well too. I think whenever you have, um, whenever you have cases like I want to say absolute falls in this category. I know that XR does for sure, where there's like 15, like you just have a ton of these boxes in a case and stuff like that. Yeah, um, you know that you're gonna get some bunk boxes that are gonna have points that are gonna have. You know, those, you know, a ton of Doris Fountain autographs who doesn't yeah. play for the Colts anymore. Yeah. Or, you know, Bo Scarboroughs who got cut by the Cowboys and now is on the practice squad. Like, um, so I don't know, man. Maybe we just, we, we're, 
we're to that point where we're so fortunate to be able to break higher end products and people allow us to do something like that, that we love. And so we, we see these high end products all the time and then we get into some of this lower end stuff and you know, that happens, but you know, XR last night we had the hottest case that we've ever had for XR, which yeah, was XR awesome was last night. Yeah. The yeah. first three cases of XR, like yeah. we were super disappointed. Yeah. Because we saw everybody pulling these like crazy, like, oh, hey, we got a billion one ones in this case. And we had, you know, these triple auto. We saw them pull the triple auto out of XR. We've been four cases. So, <laughs> um, still searching for that. But, okay. Absolute. Yeah. I get it. Uh, from a retail side, it was, it was just unbelievably bad. So, yeah. I didn't even want to waste time looking at the hobby breaks. Uh, okay, cool. That's good feedback. All right, so I, I was digging around. I'm, I'm really curious about this because I, I was trying to understand your, your loyalty program. And we're going to do some rapid fire stuff here in a minute, but I wanted to touch on the loyalty program for a minute. Uh, my first question about your loyalty program is what was the initial kind of reception from your customers on the loyalty program? And then second, maybe just kind of tell folks what exactly is happening with your loyalty program. So it, they've loved it and it, it evolved. Um, you know, we, we did our loyalty program because – I remember I had spent, you know, a few hundred bucks with another breaker that had a, like a, a point system. Um, and you, you know, spend so much and you get so much off of your breaks. Right. And then I went, I was like, Oh man, I spent a few hundred bucks. Now I might be able to have a good little bank build up. And I had like a, I don't know, man, I was like, if it was a, a double bucks. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm like what, what is this? So if you look on there and you see our little, like Chris Carter, come on, man. Um, mm -hmm. like, that's just what kind of sin we were like, Hey man, how do we give, our customers as much value as they possibly can. And so they've loved our loyalty breaks and or loyalty program. And it's evolved a lot over the past, you know, year and a half. But um and it's, and it's going to evolve again. Adam and I are so excited. Ty, we might even give you a little sneak peek, man, as to what we're thinking about with our loyalty. It'll be the first give it to us to hear about it. Okay. So let me tell you guys what it is now and what it's going to be for the next couple of months. So our loyalty program, there there are four different tiers. We have the silver tier the uh the gold tier the platinum tier and the buckeye tier um there's different dollar allotments so you know if you spend so much then you can get into one of those one of those tiers the top tiers so buckeye will offer a seven percent discount the following month which you know people i mean that's that's huge if you're gonna buy into a lot of breaks and you can get seven percent off you know a pretty average you know market price like I think people really enjoy that aspect of it. Uh, the yeah. platinum tier is now five dollars or five percent, so you get five percent off of every um, every purchase on BuckCityBreaks.com the following month. And then we do our loyalty breaks, which we've teamed up with Six One Six Sports Cards and Mikey B, who's our dude. Uh, so he's at Mikey B Cards on Twitter, and they have. This is when we were when we were kind of dual wielding jobs, um, but so we kind of outsourced this. And they create loyalty packs for us. So these loyalty packs, man, have been smoking hot, one-on-ones left and right, big, chunky, dirty patches, great players, great products. And so they've done a phenomenal job there um, building these loyalty packs for our customers. In the past, we, would, we used to do breaks for, mm -hmm. the different, um, for the different tiers. And in the future, man, you ready for it? Ready for us to drop it? Ready. I'm sitting right. So one thing that we have talked about for the longest time we haven't found a way to break in to it but it's just something that adam and i would enjoy so much and we know there's not a lot of money there to be made and that you know by now that that's not important to us like it's something that we would enjoy building and handcrafting uh, kind of like our buck city reserve but it subscription boxes and mm -hmm. so we want to come up with a uh, subscription box 
and how we're going to get our foot in the door with that and how we're going to start with that is we're going to start. And we're not going to give you too many details. So like we said people try to imitate us all the time. We, <laughs> we're still a couple months out from this. We don't want somebody to undercut us. But um, we uh, will kind of combine our Tough Breaks program, which is a hitless and or cardless program that we have for some second chance fire, and our loyalty program. So instead of getting the loyalty packs or in a loyalty break, depending on the tier that you're in and things like that, you'll get a – uh, a level of the Buck City Breaker Box. So that name is uh, name is still to be determined. But yeah. you know, we want to give people an opportunity to rip themselves uh, when they don't have an LCS. We know that that's why a lot of people will break with us because they don't have an LCS nearby. And we support the LCS, and and you know, we love ours. With, once again, Triple Play in Westerville, Ohio. But um, you know, we want people to experience the same thing that we get to experience. You know, a few nights a week where we get to rip cars and stuff like that. And so we're gonna bring that to them. And it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be awesome. So keep an eye out for that. We'll we'll give you a buzz when we uh yeah. when we up that and give you more details. I'm digging it. BCBB, BCBB. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm I'm anxious to see how that works out. I, I feel like that's been uh, dabbled in, but not executed really well in the hobby. So I, I'm I'm really curious to see how that plays out for you guys. I think you guys will figure out a way to pull it off. Thanks, brother. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Best part of the, this podcast is rapid fire, and I got some good questions for you guys. So this is stream of consciousness. I, like I, I, none of this has been prepped, as you know. Like you didn't give me these prep questions for any of this. We but, should answer as each other. I should answer as you, and you should answer as me. Just make fun of each other. <laughs> no, I'm joking. We won't do that. All right. You can do whatever the heck you are want. Are you Are you going to direct the questions to one of us? I'd say you what. Let's uh, Let's just let whoever whoever wants to answer first do it, and if the other guy wants to say something, the other guy can say something too. Right. Okay. Cool. We're gonna have to alternate, man, because you know I'm gonna talk. I, I talk way too much, as so, you guys can tell. Podcast, so I'm... try to keep this to like a sentence or less. If you if you want to yep. justify your answer, I mean you can, but let's spaghetti. Just, let's just, let's go. Let's do this. Here we go. Uh, all right. What NFL player do you build a franchise around today? And 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 I already know your answer, Chris. I want to know Adams for this. One. No, you don't. I'm gonna say Jerry Goff. I know. That's mm -hmm. I saw on Twitter for you. He's right. like, <laughs> um. Right now, I'd say Patty Mahomes. Oh, oh, that's my guy. All right. Okay. Uh, you're it's a liar. Uh, Doesn't believe that. <laughs> oh, you just say, you just saying at the bottom. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, go to adult beverage. Whiskey, whiskey. <laughs> whiskey on rocks. Be more specific. More specific. What type of whiskey? Jim Beam. Uh, I'm more of a Maker's Mark kind of guy. Okay. I like the four four roses. When we do our uh, little meetings, like we'll we'll sit down and we'll have a a glass of we'll get a bottle of whiskey and we'll just we'll bounce ideas off each other. That's right. Sorry, ideas are flowing. Ideas are flowing. 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 Yes. Favorite Pixar movie? Toy Story. Uh, um, Wall-E. Is that a Pixar movie? Yeah. Well done. Uh, least enjoyable chore around the house. Dishes. I love doing the dishes. It's like Tetris for me. Actually, I changed my answer to making the bed. <laughs> I think it's a waste of time and stupid. Do people He's, do that still? I don't. I don't know, I yeah, my wife that. makes me make our bed. And we got a million pillows on there. If you're not in the right spot, she, I, she just redoes it. So it's a waste of time for me, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris, what you got? Anything? You, you just uh, love all chores. Uh, my wife would disagree with that. Um, taking out the trash. 
I just I, I sit there and I push the trash down as much as I can to where I don't ever have to take it out. Like, <laughs> it's like so, so back to it until she does it. I'm yeah. terrible with that. <laughs> like the Simpsons episode where they're just like stapling like stuff to the side of the trash can so they don't take it out. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. But but seriously though, is there a better feeling though when your tra- like the trash man comes and like removes your trash? I feel like it's just so refreshing knowing that you just cleaned something. But anyway, whatever. <laughs> uh, all right, you have to break one product the rest of your career. What is it? Twenty eighteen Spectra. Uh, national Treasures. Does that be a specific year? Nah, nah, NT. All right, cool. What uh, what TV personality would you want to break with for a day? Justin Timberlake. <laughs> TV personality? I guess on so. TV, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. TV movie, and yeah, we'll say entertainment. What entertainment personality? Okay, yeah, JT man, I feel like I'd hang out with him. Okay, I'd say J- Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, that would be fun. That would that would be a blast. That's yeah. a better answer than me. Who's uh, <laughs> who? What what sports player would you want as the spokesman for your your or your BCB? Um, rapid fire, man. Come on. Do you say something that Bryce Harper? Terrible answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, actually, you know, I'd, I'd probably say Mike Trout, man. He's a cool dude. Yeah, uh, what that's how crazy is that? We go baseball. I know, I know. Mike Trout and Bryce Harper promoting our, our football. Breaks. I, I just, I just watched this video. <laughs> I just watched this video on Mike Trout, man. He, like, I'm a Mike Trout fan, though. Yeah, and I like Bryce Harper. He's firing, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, if you want to get into the baseball market, that's how you do it. I, I get what you're doing there. Well played. <laughs> well played. Tar- Target or Walmart? Target. Target for sure, man. All right. Uh, who's the most inspiring person to you in the world? And you can't you can't say your wife. Ah, oh, I was gonna say my wife. Sorry, babe. Most inspiring person to me in the world. Ty from Breaker Culture. Oh, gosh. You, you need to raise your expectations. We'll see you guys again next week. I think we just earned another podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> Inspiring, man. I don't know. That's a hard one. We're terrible at this. I know, we're a horrible rapid fire. Adam, Adam Fulton. Buck City Adam Buck is my City, yeah. most inspirational person, man. He, he inspires me daily to be better, and I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Moving on. You failed that question. I did, well, yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, Nobody inspires me. No, <laughs> Do you, do you guys read before I ask this uh, question? Um, I used to read a lot. I listen more to Audible books, but yeah. Okay. Who who writes who writes the story of Buck City Breaks? What author do you pick? Ooh. I'm going to go with – can I go old school, like super old school, H.G. Wells? Because wow. the, the Time Machine is one of my favorite books. So. Nice. And he, like, it was written ahead of its time, I feel like. All right. So Adam's going with – he's going to have the, the non – uh, or the fictional version of yep. that. Yep. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Jocko Wilnick. Um, oh, you can write like the extreme, like the military guy. The, yeah, yeah, the hard. Yeah. Like, if you ever read his book, Extreme Ownership Man, it's great, and mm-hmm. I think that'd be cool to see his uh, take on our hard work and dedication. That good for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, band. Who's your go-to band? Music. Book my too. <laughs> I'm just blurring stuff out now. So it's not. Pauses. Who did you say? You kind of cut out. Link one eighty two. All right. I would have cut out. I'm gonna say NSYNC. I'm a big boy band guy. Favorite. I, so I don't have a favorite band, but I, I, I'd go to. I go to Eminem a lot when I'm doing a lot of stuff. Just gets me pumped up. Cool. All right. Uh, favorite. 
D12. No, my God. I can't listen to D12 anymore. I'm too old for that. (laughs) So, Chris, I'm just going to recap here. I've heard Pokemon Go and NSYNC coming from you today. Hey, no shame, baby. I, I, just, I, don't, I don't get embarrassed man. So, but we have it. We have a Justin Bieber Funko Pop in the break room, and that's people. We, we used to do Guess at Redemption for um, Funko Pops, and like that one was off limits because I want to keep it. That's awesome. Nice. Uh, favorite sushi roll? Uh, spicy California. Spicy Dragon. Mm. I don't even know what either one of those are, but I love sushi. But yeah, I just made something out of it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I feel like I've seen it before. Yeah, it's it's got to be there. It exists. All right, uh, Pilates or yoga? All right. Hot yoga. Yeah, yoga for sure, man. I've gone to yoga with my daughter, and I felt amazing the next day. I wish I did more of it. <laughs> we used to break on a yoga mat, too. So No. Did you guys, like, getting downward oh, dog? Yeah, downward we, dog we, and, I, and... When we're done with this, time, we'll, we'll talk to you about some things that have changed with Buck City that uh, might um, improve our editors uh ratings on uh, rapid fire we're talking no, sorry <laughs> <laughs> uh i love it okay last question probably the most important question of all what do you order at chipotle i get a burrito bowl with uh double the meat steak spicy uh, peppers and onions white rice do you like want the whole deal Oof. black beans i'm getting hungry i get uh, i get two two burritos um chicken and steak double meat <laughs> Rice. That's so much. Extra, extra uh, hot salsa, extra um, sour cream. So yeah, we got to go back to this yoga question. You might need. You might need to. <laughs> <laughs> no, when he said we used to break on a yoga mat, we couldn't find like the neoprene like breaker mats because it was so early, and so we had once the store and got yoga mats because they were soft and. Yeah. That's and, what we provide. And he, it sounds also, so bad. Dude. If anybody's concerned about my weight from what I just said, I work from Chipotle too. I, I can definitely do some hot yogas. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just kidding with you. Uh, for the record, since I brought up Alex Gordon earlier, he uh, he did walk out with two burritos. So, uh, my man. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing his I'll thing. Be, I'll be in the MLB in no time. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, Good because I don't like a lot of rice. Sorry. Now I'm getting hungry. Yeah, me too. Uh, dudes, amazing stuff. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you. Seriously. No, I had fun, man. This was a blast. Where, where can uh, tell folks where to find you? Um, let's talk about what's going on real quick, and uh, we'll close it out. All right. Um, you know, Facebook. Pop on Facebook and Instagram. If, if you want to see some cool pictures, Instagram is the, the place to go if you're into picture books. Adam does a lot of the Instagram stuff. It's a, it's a gosh, man, just a collage of beautiful Buck City hits. Uh, Twitter is where we are the most active, and we feel Twitter is where the hobby is at its strongest. You find us on Twitter, at Buck City Breaks. We are in the middle of uh, selecting products for our next free case break, which will happen here in the next couple of weeks. Make sure that you guys get in on that. Um, BuckCityBreaks.com is the website, so make sure you guys go there if you want to score some spots. Follow us on eBay, Buck City Breaks. And then, uh, obviously, check us out on Breaker Culture and uh, and leave us a review if you've broken with us in the past. Heck, yeah. And closing thought here as you're saying buck city so many times you know, you know those uh duluth trading buck naked underwear commercials not yet i just I can't stop thinking about buck city buck naked breaks <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh man we're gonna have to i don't we'll know don't say no, not that, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll cut that section out <laughs> nice man have a great weekend enjoy breaking illusions this week and uh we look forward to having you back appreciate you ty thanks, thanks brother thanks dude